Hi, I'm Georgia. And I'm Alana. And this is the Listen to This podcast. Yeah, why do we find the intro so hard? Like, I feel like that's the hardest bit of this whole thing, the intro. And it's the same thing every time, so I don't <laughs> understand why I can't remember I don't, it. <laughs> you just, like, say a random line. I, somehow you change it up every time. It's a new one. It's just... But, yeah. That's why it's, it's just such a writer. I just can't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> such a creative mind. Can't stick to, <laughs> stick to the script. <laughs> I feel like it's not a very exciting intro, but... I don't really know how can't... you intro, like... Yeah. Maybe uh, we should maybe we should start theming the intro to different ones for the different episodes. Hmm. Mm. I don't know what. That, that sounds like <laughs> a lot of work. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't. Let's just keep it. Can't even do the simple thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not a good idea. So it's, it's your turn this week. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I've been putting off this on because I feel like, one, it's like pretty well known. And two, there's just so much within it. Right. So I'm doing the 27 Club. Oh, yes. But the issue with this, as I was looking up like the list of people within it, so I feel like it's a lot of names that you like know but I don't really know anything about them yeah because I could probably reel off like a couple of people in it but then I don't know like the extent of the people in it and it's like you you just kind of know that they're quite famous and they're quite like well regarded for like what they did but like Mm. a lot of the people I like didn't really know what actually they did basically or like how (laughs) they like got to that point and yeah, so basically had like a look through, picked out a couple, well not a couple, quite a few names <laughs> and just did like a tiny, tiny like little intro to each of them and sort of why they're in the 27 Club. I mean, it's pretty obvious why they're in the 27 Club if you know anything yeah. about it. Yeah. And then I've just got a few like little bits of like why it became such a thing and like it's actually it was pretty interesting there's a few like different theories related to it yeah because it's really weird how like yeah it's so specific like yeah age 27 it's like how like is there something connected there like what what happens when you turn 27 (laughs) well should you be worried (laughs) I guess we'll find out (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so when I think of it, there are a few names that I, like, that just come, like, straight to mind, right? It's, like, Richie Edwards, for example, the guy we did, like, the first ever episode on is in the 27 Club. Yeah. And then there are people like Jimi Hendrix, uh, Kurt Cobain, Amy Winehouse, who are, like, some of the more recent ones that I sort of know. And I think mm-hmm. our generation are probably, like, a little bit, you know, a lot more about them than yeah. sort of, like, people like Janis Joplin or like Jim Morrison like I recognize their names but I don't really know 
I, too much about why they yeah. died and stuff. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I like can't say I listen to their music or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it actually started, it like became a bit of a thing. It's called, oh, you're going to hate me for this. It's a cultural phenomenon. <laughs> oh no! We're never going to be able to have an episode without that word. <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of started as an idea after Jimmy, Janice and... Uh, J- God, Jimmy, Janice, and Jim. <laughs> Didn't even notice that. They all died at like within quite a short space of time, and they were all obviously 27 when they died, which is why it's 27 Club. Mm. And it, I think during that time, because it was such like a short period where they all kind of died quite tragically, people sort of started like connecting the dots and began to think like, oh, that's a bit of a like weird coincidence. And that's kind of like how it started. Oh. So it was when those kind of three died that people were like, oh, that's weird. And then they started looking back at like other musicians that had died at 27. And obviously kind of from then on, quite a few other people, like famous, it's not just musicians, it's kind of like artists, actors, yeah. and quite a few other people after that also died at 27. So that's kind of how they came up with like, that's how it kind of became a thing that people talk about. Yeah. People just kind of noticed like this weird coincidence because there was such like a, a kind of like a moment in time in like the seventies where loads of like 27 year olds that were quite famous just like tragically died. Yeah. Cause I guess it's a bit weird, isn't it? Because like there's probably loads of celebrities that have died at the yeah. age of 25 or 35 or 40, but it's like, it, yeah, I guess because they all happened at, at the same time literally within like a few years some even like within days of each other yeah it's kind of a bit different isn't it so yeah it kind of became a bit of a thing so actually the like first person that like would be considered a member of the 27 club goes all the way back to like the 1800s wow i know it's it's quite an extensive list but the like one of the main people so uh, that they kind of is recognised is this guy called like Robert Johnson. So he actually died in 1938 and he's like considered to be the earliest like popular musician. And he was like a blues singer in America. And he actually recorded some like really creepy songs about like hellhounds and like the devil oh. and like was like, massive like a guitar like had like loads of guitar and everything it was quite like rock and roll for his like time oh okay and he recorded less than 50 songs but they are quite familiar so he did like crossroad blues love in vain stop breaking down all songs that like people that rolling stones sort of went on to cover later on so quite like an influential influential person really yeah like there's like i <laughs> i saw this thing on tiktok the other day and um it was like songs that you didn't know were sampled and some of them literally go back like that far of like yeah 1920s 30s of just like random kind of like yeah bluesy songs I guess yeah so in 1938 just a few months after his 27th birthday he um (laughs) it says he made the moves on the wife of uh someone who like lived quite close to him and uh, he drank from like an open bottle of whiskey and they think that it was 
uh, kind of poisoned, so he subsequently died oh of like God. poisoning and uh, pneumonia at twenty-seven. Was he poisoned by that guy? Uh, the other guy? Yeah. So the like guy was husband. like a, an owner of like this like bar, basically, that he went oh to a lot. My God. Scandalous. And he's buried in an unmarked grave in Mississippi, which is quite sad. Oh, that's really sad. So this is like just kind of like a bit of. I feel like I could have deep dived on like literally everyone on this list. <laughs> yeah. I just save this from being like five hours long. <laughs> I've basically done like who they are and like how they died, and then any like yeah. anything in important like in between. That's fair. So kind of the next person on the list, uh, kind of one of the people that started when like people sort of realized this was a thing. He was kind of one of the people that when it happened. People are like, oh, that's odd. So it's actually um, Brian Jones. So he's like best known as like the founder and the like original leader of the Rolling Stones. Oh, which I didn't wow. know. No, I had no idea. But yeah, he basically like found it and um, got them all together, and he was kind of eventually uh, like dismissed. Dismissed. <laughs> dismissed from the group because he started to get like a lot of like alcohol and drug problems and was just becoming a bit like erratic and a problem. they're a bit like oh we can't really trust you like we're just gonna have to replace you basically and um he was replaced and then he died like less than a month later at 27 shopping <laughs> And uh, his death was, like, a bit weird. He d- drowned in a swimming pool at his, like, home. Oh. But a, a few people since have been, like, mm, there's something a bit, like, fishy about it. But um, he... I guess if potentially he had, like, alcohol and drug yeah, problems. Yeah, that's... It was, like, related to that. Mm. But some people think he was murdered. Oh. And uh, his, like, death is, like, referenced in a few later songs by, like... Uh, Jim Morrison, for example, who is on this list. Weird. Um, yeah, so he kind of died because he like mixed alcohol and drugs and like obviously drowned. And a lot of people kind of say like it's a bit of a mystery. We're not really a hundred percent sure like what happened, which is a bit of a theme for a lot of these. And I think that's quite a lot of people on this list had like drug and alcohol abuse issues yeah i guess like yeah it's always this kind of slightly troubled ones where it's always a slight mystery around their death because i guess you never really know if it was related to that or not yeah and then um at the time Jimi hendrix actually dedicated a song to him like live on television and um strangely enough as we've already mentioned uh jim jim morrison and Jimi hendrix they both died uh, at 27 within the next two years. That is so weird. So, Jimi Hendrix, uh, his like main, like mainstream career only lasted for like four years because he like died so like tragically young. And he's like lit- one of the most influential electric guitarists of like yeah. in history, pretty much. One of the coolest guys ever. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, not much is known about the actual, like, day he died. And he was kind of with his um, girlfriend, I think. I think I'm pretty sure it was his girlfriend. 
and uh, he was just like at home and he was kind of known to take a lot of like drugs anyway like that's just what he basically did yeah I guess it was like that time as well like probably drugs were huge yeah pretty much and if you're in that industry like yeah that's kind of like one of the things a lot of people mention like is it really the age thing or is it just the fact that like you're in this like huge industry that that's kind of normal yeah yeah it must all kind of it it, because it always really does circulate back to that like when artists die young like it's it's usually something related to that because of the industry they're in and the pressure that they're under to you know either take these things or yeah be a good performer or write new stuff yeah it's mad to think about really yeah yeah he um died in sleep and then um literally so these are all quite close together so jimmy and Brian and uh, then Jim Morrison all like really died really close together. I th- I think I almost did Jim Morrison as like a case earlier on, like as an episode, because his death is like really odd. I'm sure I was thinking, why is like Jim Morrison ringing a bell on our like episode list? I think I've so like, I think... talked about him to you yeah. before. Yeah, so he was the lead vocalist of The Doors, who were like a really famous American rock band. Mm. And he was a bit of a hippie, self, he like called himself a hippie. <laughs> and he um, lived on canned beans and LSD for several months at one point. <laughs> Jesus. Which is incredible. And um, but yeah, he actually ended up um, developing a bit of like an alcohol dependency in like the 1960s. Which meant that it like started to affect him like on stage and stuff, and he actually became the first rock artist to ever be arrested during a concert performance. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> now that is rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what do you do? Like, if you're in the crowd, I'm sorry guys. <laughs> <laughs> Just hand, Just, uh, hand like, the piece from the mic. Like, what do you do? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he was, uh, at the time he died, he was with his girlfriend in Paris and um, he was like found in the bathtub and the official death was like listed as like heart failure. But unsurprisingly, as with everyone else on this list, he dabbled with like heroin and different drugs for a while. So it's kind of thought that that was that contributed. Putting stress on his heart and stuff, yeah. But one of the things is there was no autopsy. And oh. That's why I think I almost did an episode on him because there's a lot of rumours about, like, did he really die there? Was it somewhere else? And stuff like that. But, yeah, he was 27. And he actually died two days after Brian Jones from the Rolling Stones. And uh, so that was... Yeah, they all sort of died at a really similar time. And that's freaky. Strangely, his girlfriend, who was the person that found him, also died at 27 two day two years later of a heroin overdose oh my god so there's a lot that... of connections like yeah. between people in the club which is really odd that's real or spooky. is it is it just our brain being like trying to look for patterns yeah yeah 
but yeah uh that his like death basically like reinforced the, the whole idea of like the 27 club but like it was when that happened that people really started to look into it and it became like such a cultural thing um and yeah i guess they were like they were really big names so it's uh, yeah, like at the time 100 percent like if I mean, if now. it had happened yeah. to well yeah and it makes me wonder like if it happened to maybe people who were a lot less famous like would it even would be it? a thing yeah because would people notice that they all died at 27 exactly and then someone else who died at the same time so in 1970 was Janis Joplin who was also like an American uh, singer and she died just 16 days before Jimi Hendrix so uh, it's quite hard to like figure out the timeline in your head but they, I mean, the simplest way to think about it is they all, they died within a two-year period. And these are people that are, like, at the, basically at, like, the top of their game almost. Like, they're really wow. quite famous. Yeah, she, I didn't really know that much about Janice Joplin. I know she's quite, like, well-loved. And she has, like, an amazing voice. Yeah, but she's got, she's, like, well-known for that. And I think, I know a few of her songs, but, um, yeah, she was, I think she was quite ill well known for her like yeah. kind of voice i mean again she was quite troubled struggled with like drugs quite a lot and they think that she died in her hotel room as a result of like a heroin overdose so they think that she'd like been given this heroin that was a lot stronger than she'd ever like received before and uh, oh. she kind of accidentally overdosed god it is really and, sad yeah isn't it? apparently there's like the person that she got the like heroin from and like um sold it to quite a few other people that weekend as well and they also died jeez so really quite an unlucky situation to be in god how guilty would you feel i mean you're a drug dealer so you kind of understand the consequences of giving people drugs i'm sure but also like wow you just pretty sure like i watched a documentary i'm not sure if it was like the person that sold demi lovato the i can't remember when she had like an overdose not that long ago i'm not sure if it was her drug dealer or if it was i think it was the same person that like deal to like mac miller or something there was something in the media about the guy that like was was like openly talking about how he'd jeez drugs or something oh my god um, yeah. it yes. makes you wonder like <laughs> I mean this is a bit of a statement to say but back then like potentially being a music artist was one of the most dangerous dro- jobs wow. because you get sucked into this like music scene of like basically being forced to take drugs and you know everybody you know has their own mind but also you know you can imagine the pressure and everything so like it's probably one of the most dangerous jobs to have like yeah. the risk of, and of that kind of stuff. also like you don't have facetime you don't you can't like just like call your mates when you're feeling a bit like lonely or anything yeah and it's not as openly like, like it's not i mean yeah. it's not as openly spoken it wasn't as openly spoken about as it is like now i think there's obviously still a long way to go but um yeah you're it's like nowhere near where it is now across the world from everyone like that's yeah not easy mm. Yeah, and then like moving on to a few of the more recent ones because honestly, this list is so long, I couldn't just do everyone on it. I thought <laughs> some of the ones we like know a bit more, like Amy Winehouse, who's yeah. in the Twenty Seven Club. And so when she died in like two thousand eleven, it 
people start talking about it again. So like every now and again, when obviously when someone is 27, they die, it becomes like, uh, like another talking point. And um, so yeah, her, obviously I won't go too much into it because I feel like, I feel like most people sort of know like the circumstances. Yeah. But um, yeah, just like Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, it was very similar like situation, died of um, I think alcohol poisoning yeah in her home I guess potentially moving on to the most famous person in the 27 club Kurt Cobain yep um there's a lot of conspiracy around his death I feel like everyone knows that like it's pretty well known that a lot of people blame Courtney Love not just for like his downfall but a lot of people seem to think that she like murdered him yeah or like hired him loads of stuff about that because there was like a lot of legal stuff going on at the time and yeah it's I mean she had quite a public feud with like Dave Grohl for a while after his death Mm. after Kurt's death and I think they've only recently like not really become friends but you know kind of put that behind them in a way (laughs) yeah yeah and it was kind of rumoured that uh, Dave Grohl actually left Havana, like, just before Kurt died. So there's quite a few, like, mm. things going on, which is why I think his death is so mysterious, because, you know, it could have been a number of things. Like, it could have been suicide. It could have been he was murdered. Like, it, it's just so much, uh, like, mystique, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, and it's weird that we'll, like, never really have, like, a true yeah. answer. Yeah, I, I was reading... That like um, so Courtney and their daughter Frances, um, like recently won like a legal petition to not get the um like crime scene photos publicly like published because obviously there are a few that are available, but like I think the like kind of like most of them aren't actually available to the public, right. But yeah, there's been all sorts of people who have like looked into his death, and I've seen like a few documentaries on it. I think that's right though that they shouldn't be released to the public because it's like it's none of your business. It's like when they release like autopsy results, it's like, and then like people want to read like the full report. It's like it's none of your business. If someone said like the cause of death was this, like I don't feel like you have any right to look into like everything else as part of their death. Do you know what I mean? must be quite traumatic to have that happen to someone you know and having yeah. all that out there but yeah, yeah so just he's so famous he's probably the most famous person that is like in the 27 club really and his mom actually said to him at one point uh, i told him not to join that stupid club oh wow how sad but uh, some people think you know if it was like self-inflicted then maybe it's kind of like a bit of a feeling of, you know, was he aware of like the club? Was was he like intentionally mm. trying to kind of be a part of that? Because, I mean, in a way, it does sort of mean that people talk about you a little bit more. Yeah, it kind of like it adds it's funny because it like yeah, it reminds image. me of it reminds me of um. There's a Rex Orange County song, and I can't yeah. think of which one it is off the top of my head. And he says, you know. "I would be a legend if I died at 27." Yeah. And it makes me think it's like you automatically get legend status if you die at 27 because 
it's yet something that's talk it's about talked about. Really weird, isn't it? Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, one of the the like most recent ones is a bit like closer to home, I guess. But um, I actually didn't know this. But it's uh, Thomas Lowe, who so he was the uh, bass player for Viola Beach. Oh, and he was uh, twenty seven at the time that he kind of tried. Well, they all tragically, like really tragically, died. Yeah, that is awful. Yeah. And, and then I got really sad reading that, and then I actually read. <laughs> I, they, there's a really nice section on there, like about all the things that the people did after, like the Viola Beach accident, and all the nice things that they did. And if you're feeling a bit down, I definitely go recommend go looking at that. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I didn't know they were actually scheduled to support Blossoms. Were they? Oh. So like a lot of bands like Blossoms and like Liam Gallagher and like. Uh, Kasabian all, and obviously like Coldplay because you saw the Coldplay performance at Glastonbury where they like did yeah. the massive tribute to them yeah so like loads of bands like campaigned for them afterwards and yeah I thought that was I had no idea that he was 27 at the time and yeah he is technically on the list wow yeah but yeah I was trying to figure out like oh, who is like the most recent person that's all we would know that is on there and then so that was in like 2016 and then the like a most recent entry is uh like a rapper called um Frido Santana he's like an American rapper hmm. he died in 2018 but yeah that's kind of like the most recent person that is considered to like be on the list yeah because I guess it doesn't like it's not like it you know every year there's someone who joins the club it's still a bit of a like exclusive club if you can call it that yeah it's still like I mean it's a lot to do with like timing really isn't it yeah yeah but yeah so yeah musicians are quite like aware of it and I think it must be quite scary to be like a troubled musician who's like 27 and you're thinking 27 oh god like I think that's something that uh, Amy Winehouse talks about a lot, that she had a fear of, like, dying at 27. And then I kind of looked into, like, other people that have referenced it. So, like, um, yeah, you know, by Rex Orange County Uno, refers yeah. to it. And then there's uh, Juice World. So you'll, he um, wasn't 27 when he died, he was 21. But he has a song called Legends, where he says, what's the 27 club? We ain't making it past 21, which is quite scary. Oh my God. Considering that after that, he died at 21. And it was originally actually about um, like Lil Peep, who also died at 21. So yeah, it's quite a, quite scary. But you know, that is like freaky actually reminded me of, you know the song Colours by Halsey? Yeah. So there's a lyric in that where she says, I hope it I hope you make it to the day that you're twenty eight years old. Oh. And yeah. I think it's all like widely known to be about Matty Healy. Oh, is it? Yeah, and I went to go check his Twitter because I, I know he tweeted it, but obviously he's deleted his Twitter so I couldn't find it. Oh yeah. But on his like twenty eighth birthday he tweeted like I made it. Oh wow. Which I thought was very what sweet. Is there a- What's there's like connection? I think, I think they dated. I think Did like they? girl girls is like about Halsey, I'm pretty sure. 
no how am i just learning this information because yeah. like it's like her like badlands album yeah colors is pretty well known to be about him i did not know that yeah i thought that was like quite sweet in a way yeah weirdly sweet yeah kind of in a twisted way yeah yeah, so why what is it about 27 so there's actually a thing called the white lighter myth so I, i didn't i didn't know this but the white lighter in general is like meant to be like quite bad luck so like you're not really a lot of people with like smokers and stuff tend to like avoid white lighters Oh, I didn't know that at all. And it's thought that it stems from the idea that several musicians and artists like died while they had like a white lighter like on them. No, that so is freezing. It got, like associated with like bad luck and death, basically. So it's uh, it's thought that like Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, Jim Morrison, and Kurt Cobain all had white lighters on them when they died. And that's a crazy coincidence yeah but then you think well they're all like drug users so is it that strange that they've got a lighter yeah. on them not really <laughs> and then there was a theory published uh in like 2017 that like went into like discredit discrediting it all and kind of said like actually this lighter wasn't actually widely available at this time so it couldn't be that so oh. it's, a, it's a bit of a myth Mm. and you know but yeah that's still quite i didn't know it's interesting though yeah and then obviously you know some people have like properly looked into this and been like what is going on is there something like truly unlucky about like 27 and there are actual like scientific studies that looked into whether or not people like artists and actors and musicians are more likely to die at 27 wow and they found that um while they like face an increased risk of death in their 20s and 30s it's not specifically 27 right okay and then another survey found that um rock stars like back in the day uh, their average lifespans were a lot shorter than they are now which obviously makes a lot of sense just like about the quality <laughs> of life yeah the lifestyle but yeah, and also your your rockers, so like people from Europe, are like less likely to die prematurely compared to like American, which is really odd. That is weird. Was there kind of like a reason for that? I don't know. It just kind of says like there are a lot of different uh, things that might like provide like perfect circumstances for like an early death, basically. So kind of like what you said earlier, like the whole culture of it. Mm. is like a huge contributor and like obviously you're a lot you tend to be a lot more like emotional if you are like an artist or like a musician so there's that as well yeah yeah because I guess it's like they always say like the best musicians are like the tortured souls like yeah and exactly like a lot of people do that because they had like difficult childhoods or stuff like that something happened to them which is like a big theme a big Mm. like similarity between a lot of people in the club and a lot of them are like knew each other and you know they think that actually wow you you attract like this like the same kind of people that mm-hmm. you are basically so you know it's not completely odd to think that they all sort of contributed to each other's like downfall in a way yeah yeah 
and then um so yeah it's quite a thing but um it could be a lot of reasons for it basically and while you're not really at any extra risk while you actually are 27 then there are a lot of things to sort of think about I wonder if it's one of those things that it's like are are you more likely to die because you're more aware that you could die so like it's like almost like I'm trying to compare it to say if I knew I was going to die by being hit by a car like would I be more likely to be hit by a car because I'm more aware of it and then I don't know yeah and then there's the whole thing of like is it actually a thing is it just like a weird coincidence and we've just made a huge thing out of it because like you know because these are quite like uh like well-known people and really like mysterious deaths for most of them have we just made it into something that it's not basically Mm. yeah because i'd be interested to know if there's like 10 musicians over the last 50 years that have died when they were 31 but nobody really like cares because it's like and then that that doesn't feel like a coincidence the final theory that i will touch upon oh okay (laughs) have they made a satanic pact do they sell their soul for fame so that they died at 27 wow if you you go back to the robert johnson so the first guy we talked about mentioned that a lot of his lyrics to do with like the devil and making a deal with the devil and the crossroads if you've ever watched supernatural you know all about making meeting devils (laughs) at crossroads and selling your soul so that's uh thought to be a potential uh, reason for them all dying at 27 having reached you know being really famous and well obviously remembered their legends but um that's insane course. isn't it but also yeah you can kind of see <laughs> <laughs> i mean um, uh, yeah obviously you don't really believe in it but like you can see there is logic behind that yeah i think people are just trying to figure out some sort of reason to yeah make themselves feel like they're not at risk yeah to make it feel like it makes more sense than it actually does but yeah that's the 27 club that was really good. I, I I found that really interesting because it's one of those things that I think everybody is aware of. And like, yeah, like you said, it's a cultural phenomenon. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it, it just seems, I, I, yeah, I don't think I knew kind of the extent of it and that there was kind of theories behind it. I'd never really thought about it in that much detail, I guess, of it yeah. being specifically 27. It's quite an, a strange thing to think about. I think the worst, I think the reason why it became a thing, if they hadn't all died at the same time, I don't think anyone would have, like, noticed. Yeah. And I feel like when you are famous, and, like, if you are in your house or, like, you know, someone younger, you're, like, aware of that as well. And I think that's, like you said, it does make you wonder whether that contributes to... Yeah. Or yeah, if you very like, choose to. But, yeah, that was bit of a depressing one but <laughs> no it's good I think like that's probably one of the most like the, probably the biggest thing that pe- people know about in music one of the biggest things that's like connected yeah. to music as well so 
um yeah i think that was a really I think interesting one to I know more about i personally think it's odd that a lot of rappers new rappers have died at 21 yeah that's almost like the new 27 club isn't it like yeah. and that's the obviously it's sad dying at any age but it's just even more tragic it being like 21 so young yeah just starting your career I used to think 27 was quite old and I'm like oh my god <laughs> fast <so> approaching <laughs> <laughs> yeah like if you think about it like when I think of people like like Jimi Hendrix I guess I don't I, I don't picture him as like a like a young person like I picture him as like much older but he was in his 20s like how mad is that like and like even yeah Amy Winehouse like she was still in her 20s like she didn't make it to her 30s it's like yeah seems really odd so weird when you think about it like that but yeah that was that was 27 club again lots of people on the list I didn't mention but those are just sort of the ones that I thought people would sort of recognize yeah 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 cool right so like this is the section where we just talk about something random and as well not that random music related obviously but as it was the mass singer final last night and there is nothing else to watch on tv (laughs) obviously we watched it and yeah what what did you what did you think of sausage winning (laughs) I was quite pleased. Part of me did want Badger to win, but I quite enjoy that no one had guessed who she was. Yeah. I think that I, was really cool. Yeah, it's cool to think that, yeah, she won it and no, like, they didn't guess Joss Stone at all, did they, for Sausage? They, I think yeah, Jonathan I think, Ross did it for someone else. Yeah. But I was yelling at my TV, it's Neo. <laughs> because, like, I was doing the same for Gabrielle because I've seen them both live and like I just closed my eyes and I was like that's Neo like come on it's so obvious I must admit like I did think it was Neo but there was moments of doubt because there were some songs where I was like is it Neo and yeah because I know nothing about Neo and especially when it said like there was one bit where he said about being anonymous and I was like, who is anonymous? And because yeah. I and obviously it was related to when he was like writing some of the biggest songs of all time and man, nobody knew who man, he was. Legend, man. I absolutely <laughs> love him. That man is. When we saw I mean, him, he sang Irreplaceable and oh. he sang Unfaithful by Rihanna. And I oh fully God. lost my mind. What a what a guy. Like It was really cool and, though. Yeah, I, like I think it's, it's I can't believe they got him on there. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I didn't watch it last year because I thought it was a little weird. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> thought it was like trashy program. Um, I was like, I, th- I think it's purely because they're tr- truly getting some like incredible people on it that I was really invested this year. Yeah, yeah, I do find like the people that went out. It's funny because obviously they have a mixture of professional singers and then just like other celebrities, but. I don't I think I would find it quite embarrassing if I was a professional singer and I went out first like Sophie Alice Baxter yeah and Mel B from the Spice Girls they they sing for a living yet they were out first it's and like crazy. like Sue Perkins like beat you by like a mile <laughs> and, like, like 
she doesn't see for a living. I just like, I guess it's all dependent on like who, like it's also personality and songs you sing and stuff. But just like, like, I don't know, would you feel slightly embarrassed that you'd been beaten by someone who didn't sing for a living? Strange. It's fully like surpassed X Factor for me. It's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I really didn't think I was gonna like it, and I was very like, I was very like, oh well, whoever watches the Mass Singer, that's just a bit sad. But then I actually started to get into it, and I was like, Do you know what, I need something to watch. So, yeah. and it, it's light-hearted. Yes, it's maybe slightly trashy, but they had some good people. They put and... a lot of thought into it, into like the clues and stuff. I feel like, like with Gabrielle, I feel like I recognized a lot of them because I knew her quite well. So I feel like that's what makes it so interesting. That if you don't know someone, you've really got to try and like piece it together. Yeah, yeah. And there's like, and like how they can really throw you off with some of them. Because in the beginning, when Badger was kind of, he kept talking about motorbikes and all that kind of stuff. I was like, who is that? Like I started to think it was going to be like Carl Fogerty or something. <laughs> I thought it would be like Matt LeBlanc at one point. Oh yeah, yeah, that would be a good one. But yeah, can comes... you imagine? I hope they get Lisa Kudrow on there at some point. <laughs> I'm fully like wanting to come back. I don't know what I'm going to do next week. I know it's a bit sad that it's not on, but I think the right person won, and yeah. I was so convinced it was Sheridan Smith. Like I would have put like a significant amount of money on it being <laughs> Sheridan Smith, and then like I had a wobble. Oh, and I, I said, I was like, oh, maybe it is Joss Stone because the Grammy thing. I was like, Sheridan Smith hasn't won a Grammy. So it's tricky. But I would also, I like, I'd find it hard if I was a judge. And like, cause a lot of the time at home, I'm like slightly Googling, like, oh, but have I like, I think I know who it is. And then I'm like, but have yeah. they done this? And then you verify it. But obviously, they're not allowed to as a judge. So it's just like, whatever you think off the bat. I get really annoyed when they make stupid guesses because I'm just like, for God's sake, you're not helping me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, plenty Jonathan Ross coming out with all these random ones. He said Mary Barry at one stage for someone. And he thought Alexandra Burke was Robin. Like, why was that your final guess? I mean... You're not funny, Jonathan. Then, <laughs> I also, afterwards, after The Masked Singer, we had our um, weekly movie night. <laughs> yeah. And um, we watched Tarzan, so like for the whole of today, I've just been listening to Phil Collins. <laughs> I just forget how good it is. Like, and obviously next week we're watching Brother Bear. Even so, more. even more Phil Collins. I, I, yeah, I've definitely got like a few Tarzan songs saved to my Spotify library because absolute tunes. The Maybe guy. You should get Phil Collins on the Masked Singer. I thought you were going to say get him on the podcast. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not sure if he'll accept that invite. Uh, yeah, that, that'd be cool. I mean, that would be slightly insane. Like, he's almost too legendary to go on it. But it could happen. Neo, mate. He's like <laughs> up there. I was one of my top artists. He's my yeah. Beyonce. No, Beyonce's my Beyonce. Yeah, Beyonce's everyone's Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. I just, like, they have really stepped it up this year, and I just wonder, like, yeah, next year, I think because it's becoming a bit more of, like, a normal thing to do, even if you are quite famous. It's not, like, yeah. one of those things where you do if you're, like, washed up. It's not like a, 
I'm doing I'm a celeb because I'm trying to revive my career or kickstart my career. It's a and you've you've got to be a good singer, program. like yeah, yeah. And it, I feel like maybe some artists don't go on it because it exposes you <laughs> because you have to sing other songs that aren't your songs and potentially not your style. Yeah, that's so then point. it's like some artists who maybe don't have the strongest voice as I don't think it might it'll be Cheryl Cole. <laughs> no. No, I just think there's some out there that really it would be a career suicide if they actually <laughs> go on it. Like that would be the end for them. And I quite enjoy it when it's like someone you don't expect at all. Like Sue Packers did not expect. No, that was amazing. I'd love that it if really it was cool. like someone from friends or yeah just like Emily yeah just someone that like yeah you see Judge in... Rinder would be sick <laughs> I think that was guessed at some point wasn't yeah. it for someone yeah I really like there was one stage I can't remember who I thought was but I I, I pretty I was pretty sure that one of them was Ant or Deck yeah. I can't remember who it was yeah, now it was early that. days <laughs> and I was like it's it's Ant or, or Deck <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a good show I'm really gonna, gonna miss it now gonna miss it. yeah yeah I feel like I should look into the American one because I bet they get really cool people on there there's an American one <laughs> yeah yeah I think they've had like mega famous people on there oh my god <laughs> so I might have to look at that because I don't know any of the like the winners of it so that would be like something maybe we should start watching that and that we'll was, report back each week. That was like my favourite show now. <laughs> That's it. That's all I'll ever watch. <laughs> cool. Well, I think that kind of wraps up this week's episode. Honestly, <laughs> if you haven't watched The Mass Singer, then we recommend it. It's listen to this approved. <laughs> but yeah, all the usual stuff. You can follow us on Instagram at the Listen to This Podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I'm not going to say it wrong this week. And Anchor and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, that's it from us. So we will see you next week for a Where Are They Now episode. (laughs) Right. See you later. Bye. Bye.